Hi, my name is Mason Silver. And I'm Blade Smith. This is our week one Inspire Project podcast. Our podcast is about John Locke. John Locke was an English political theorist and philosopher. His idea was that the true basis of government was a social contract between people and their government. If the government didn't respect people's rights, it could be overthrown. In simple terms, Locke's social contract theory says, government was created through the consent of people to be ruled by the majority, unless they illicitly agree on a number greater than the majority, and that every man once they are of age has a right to either continue under the government they were or not. So, throughout this recording, we may bring people in at some points to talk about differing parts of the podcast and how they feel about the situation. So, back to what we just talked about. Uh, I, I just personally feel like John Locke's social contract was debatably one of the main factors that gave our forefathers inspiration into fueling our democracy in the early, uh, sorry, not the early, the mid-1700s uh, into forming that. Uh, I, I agree with him. That's why we're on the same podcast together. That's why we brought somebody else in to talk about this. This is Malachi Gray. Uh, he's going to tell you his opinions on the Hi. So I agree with y'all with John Locke as he was one of the main people that helped with the social contract and natural rights. But I feel he more influenced others to influence those people of how our democracy is built. So you have the different people like Montesquieu and Voltaire, who I feel Voltaire personally influenced Benjamin Franklin in order to help with the way the Constitution was made and all of that. And but, correct me if I'm wrong, Voltaire was one of the first people to have free speech. Yes, free speech up. and religious tolerance is what And I also see where Malachi's coming from, too, because John Locke actually liked constitutional monarchies, too. Mm-hmm. He, all, he was in favor of that. He never, he really never talked about democracy. He was more giving more rights to the people. So you can't see where Malachi's exactly. coming from. So where the ideals of Montesquieu, he was more of a person that was, that agreed with the separation yeah. of powers, which is closer to the similarity of the government we have now. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, what would you? What, how do you feel Montague and uh, John Locke? How do you feel their ideas compare I, to each other and differ from each other? I feel John Locke heavily influenced Montesquieu's opinion. Uh, Montesquieu agreed that um, he was concerned with how to protect liberty from a bad government. Okay. And so I guess where their I opinions separate is where John Locke was more about a constitutional monarchy. Okay. While Montesquieu is more with an ordered government, okay, in this way of thinking. Uh, me and Mason both kind of agree. Uh, you know, John Locke, and Montesquieu. Uh, I can't pronounce the other guy's name. Voltaire. Mm-hmm. Voltaire. Uh, their original ideas for I'm going to use the word democracy, even though they didn't re- exactly say that. Uh, their original ideas for democracy really have played into what's going on now, because like you see, we have a president. England has prime minister and queen. So. Uh, well, would you say would you not say, really a queen anymore? <laughs> uh, would you say uh, would would you say I'm right, or what do you think about that? I, I mean, agree with y'all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much, Malachi, for no, coming on. No problem. Thank Thanks you. for having me. Yep. That was great having Malachi on. Uh, I loved his opinion. Yeah. But uh, so, how would you say that John Locke's opinions and his pioneering of this whole government revolution is really playing in on what's happening in modern times. Well, obviously he was like the first big one, and then he had the people like Montesquieu and Voltaire after, like Malachi said. And uh, like I like I said earlier, Voltaire was one of the biggest people on free speech, and he had his quote: uh, "I may not agree with what you have to say, but I will defend, it, but I will defend to the death your right to say it." Mm-hmm. Which is that's a pretty deep quote. It is. That's a very powerful quote, and you know. There, there's a lot of questions about free speech right now. What what a free speech what free speech means in democracy, and what where you run into the issue with free speech over censorship. You know what I mean? And, and we just well, we're facing that issue so much in modern times of you know just because you have a different opinion 
we're going to censor you. And and I, there's a lot of different opinions, so I'm just curious on your take on that. Well, obviously, I think we should have free speech. I think everybody should have the right to say whatever they want. But at some point, you do have to limit it, like certain threats to the government. You shouldn't just let people yeah. threaten your government or else you'll have weakenings in your government. And uh, I think anything... I think anything that's not a threat or potentially harmful to to the government or to our yeah. land or our freedom, I think yeah. anything should I think any should anything should fly. Yeah, and I and I, I would agree that with that hundred percent. And but just in my opinion, I, I think you have a right to say what you want to say no matter what. I think it's more over actions than words. All right, so our next guest is Ethan Tatro. Ethan Tatro is doing his project on Voltaire, and we yeah. brought him in just because we just talked about Voltaire, and we just kind of want to know more of his opinion. So how do you feel Voltaire, is, his ideas and his thoughts are still playing into our democracy today? So Voltaire kind of like, he was a big guy on free speech and like freedom of religion and freedom of ideas, so he really played into the part of the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. Which I brought up his quote earlier. Yeah. Uh, as you can see there. No. No, oh, no you can't see there. <laughs> we don't have video. Yeah, forgot about that one. Uh, so, w- what do you think? Do you think that Voltaire would be happy with the freedom of speech laws today uh, based on what's been happening? You know, just kind of with censorship and everything. Me and Mason just talked about this, but we're just trying to get, gather more opinions. So, w- what would you say? you think Voltaire would be happy with our state of free speech right now? Based on the laws of the Constitution? Yes. Yes. Right. But I'd say how it's being played out like in real life and in America as itself, I don't think he would, I don't think he'd be a fan, but he wouldn't be opposed to it because he's, you know, he's a big guy and everyone can have their own, yeah, yeah. like beliefs and ideas and all that. And, I, and, and me and Mason have talked about this and I think both of us kind of agree that you should have the right to say whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, as well, long there, as there should, of course, be limits on that. Well, what, define a limit for you. Like, you can't go out into an airport and say, I have a bomb. And then okay, well, that's we're, we're not saying that you can say whatever you want without consequence. Yeah, I think yeah. there should be consequence. Like I said earlier, I think you should be able to say whatever you want, as long as it's not threatening the government, because then you should have consequences to your actions. Because yeah. if you're threatening the government, then that could be a serious issue. If everybody goes threatening the government, they don't know what's true and what's not. Yeah, and, and I think we agree with that. And. Uh, but I just feel anybody, sh- I don't think companies should be censoring people, but I also, you know, kind of thinking about that, well, companies have, if it's a private company, they kind of have the right to as well. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? Uh, if it's within like the business itself, of course, businesses have their, have like their own ideas set up and their yeah. own laws of speech and all that. There, there's some businesses that are more open to it. And there's others that are more closed off, especially if you have like a social media account. Yeah. Then of course you have to be more. Mm-hmm. You have to think more of what you're gonna say on that account because mm-hmm. there's more people you can offend that way. And at that and point, it becomes a business decision to to block what some people say because then some people may end up deleting the social media or whatever. Yeah, so. yeah. And I and I agree, I agree that companies should have the right to censor certain things, but I also think sometimes it may be politically motivated, and I don't think that's a good deal. Well, a company's whole goal is to make money, and the best way to make money is by having as many people as you can invest into your company or whatever yeah. you're selling. And if you're offending people that way, that's going to turn them off from giving you any Yeah, no, yeah, no, that does make sense. Uh, and that kind of brings us into what really inspired us for this podcast and why we create it. Uh, we were really inspired by the free speech and the democracy ideas by John Locke. You know, me and Mason are really big supporters of free, free speech and, you know, our amendment rights. And we really feel uh, John Locke was a pioneer of some of these rights. And obviously, another way I'm inspired by John Locke is obviously at the time he probably didn't know the impact he was going to have on the world, even yeah. 
nearly 300 years later, uh, at the time he probably just thought he was some ordinary dude, but he ended up he ended up being like the pioneering person for one of our main amendments, the First Amendment actually yeah. in and, the U.S. And I don't think John Locke ever like kind of what Mason said. Like I never think I never thought that John Locke would realize that he'd become such an influential fi- figure on our on our founding fathers to really because obviously they were inspired by him and his ideas for democracy and really what he was trying to do and trying to raise awareness of so i think it's undeniable that he at least paid played a big big role in that wouldn't you say yeah and it's almost like a like a family tree like everything has to start somewhere and i i think that a lot of these people branched out from from him like He's he's like the roots of free speech, and a bunch of people branched out from him mm-hmm. and made it something big, something mm-hmm. something meaningful. Uh, like you kind of said, like John Locke debate, his courage and his tenacity of really preaching these ideas that really branched out from the normal, and really he really spoke out from what was normal at the time, really fueled our forefathers and thinking, hey, you know, instead of always just blatantly following what is normal, why don't we go around and we follow what we think is right and push those ideas that's right. It's like uh, he was like an early time, like I know this word gets thrown out a lot, but an early time entre- entrepreneur basically making his own path, going somewhere where. Yeah, uh, 100%. I would 100% agree with Well, he didn't, you know, entrepreneurs associate a lot with business, but I mean, he did so, so much for really pushing their idea of democracy and kind of getting away from that blatantly, well, you were born into a family, you're automatically in power, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that, that's what he was part of, and that's what he stood for. Uh, I think this is where we're going to actually wrap up our podcast. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, My name is Blade. My name is Mason Silver. And that was our podcast. Thank you. See ya.